It's time for another movie pass moment here on the Nerd and Me podcast. Excellent. I'm Jonathan. Oh, and I'm Alan. What's up, Alan? How you doing, buddy? Where you saw me this weekend? I saw something this weekend, that's for sure. Uh, the first movie pass movie we're doing is Tomb Raider. Yes, Tomb Raider. The I guess it's a a rebooting of the franchise. The first one came out back in two thousand something, two thousand one maybe with Angelina Jolie. They busted out Tomb Raider 1 and 2, and uh, my impressions of that one is actually kind of positive. I remember when I first saw the Angelina movie, I walked away with it like, wow, that was actually surprisingly good. I didn't think it was bad. second one was okay. Um, But yeah, so I guess they felt the need to reboot. I mean, Tomb Raider has changed over the years. It's not, you know, Tomb Raider now, um, Lara Croft's character in video games She's more athletically built. She's slimlined, unlike the original Tomb Raider. Um, and and this movie was a little bit different. This was really... Hey, spoiler alert. Just letting you know we're going to ruin the, the, the Yeah, this episode is very spoiler heavy. Where, um, let's, let's stop for a minute and just let everybody know we're going to be doing two movies today, Tomb Raider and Red Sparrow, because uh, we both didn't see each other's movies. So we figured we'll just do a quick quick uh review on both of them but yes both will be spoiler heavy reviews yeah i, I warned jonathan not to watch tomb raider <laughs> yeah pretty okay. much yeah anyway uh i forgot where i was going with this one dang nabbit uh, oh yeah uh so this particular movie t- to me was kind of like a prequel to the original angelina jolie movies because it starts out very very differently in angelina jolie's movie she's she's established as a fortune hunter already she's amassed her money uh, you know she's quite skilled and um, in this particular Lara Croft it's a little bit different she starts off with you know not really such a good fighter but they do show her personality as having a lot of tenacity uh, the role was played by Alicia Vikander aka Mrs. Michael Fassbender of uh, aka Magneto um, and she did it pretty oh, well with, uh, yeah yeah in uh, real life? Uh, yes Oh, wow, I had no I, idea they were married. Yeah, gosh, she's young. I mean, she looks, I don't know how old she is, but she looks quite young. And, uh, yeah, her acting was fine. I mean, I thought she she did Laura Croft as what I imagined a, a young Laura Croft would be. But, boy, she this was a very physical movie for her. Uh, lots of action, action-packed. Um, a lot of repetitive action, you know, a lot of... You know, at parts you you would you would imagine like you're watching cutscenes of the video game, you know. But it it did well. The motive of of this particular movie is that she's searching for her father this time, and she's you know the father says, "Hey, I'm dead." You know, if you see this video, it's one of those little tropes. If I'm dead, if you see this video, uh, and he actually says, "Burn the information," and she doesn't. And she she goes <laughs> she looks she goes looking after her father. The father's trying to hide this thing called Himiko, which is like this goddess of death and the bad guys obviously want it because they want to rule the, the statue what is it uh it's it was a mummy kind of okay. yeah i mean they in the whole movie they really don't explain what himiko is until the very very end until you actually see himiko but uh it's just this thing and laura crop does her thing of of finding her way to her father you know i remember in the original video games it was fun because the video games were it was not just an action game but there were a lot of puzzles to it and this one the puzzle uh aspect of it was light you know it was basically she was solving a bunch of ancient rubik's cubes so to speak 
right. um, to find out where she needs to be. But uh, it was an it was an okay movie. I mean, for what it was, it's a video game movie. This isn't like this this major major thing. But she does carry a big name, and she is you know she is. I guess carry on the torch of what Angelina Jolie did. So, you know, there is some speculation as as to will this be a good movie? It was okay. I mean, again, it's a video game movie. If you're going in there for for just a popcorn kind of flick, you got nothing else to do, and there's no other movie left to watch. It's okay. I mean, it's okay. I mean, there are a lot of things that just didn't make any sense. I mean, that, this is just being nitpicky. Like I said, she starts off the film boxing against this other lady. Like she's training. She's like in her ring. She gets her, not like I say she gets her butt kicked, but she loses. She clearly is not the fighter. But as the movie progresses, all of a sudden she's just an ass kicker. And it's that always bothers me when if you're going to portray her as an ass kicker, then portray her right from the get-go that she actually has some fighting skills. And they they make her as if she's not, that she's aloof in the beginning. And, and as the film progresses, it doesn't take very long for her to start cracking skulls. Um... But anyway, performances were okay. She's a very pretty woman. Uh, acting was fine. But again, it's, you're, you're dealing with, with a video game. So, you know, what kind of weight is this character? It's not a whole lot. I mean, it's something that you've, you've seen before. Um, the the co-star, Daniel Wu. Now, Daniel Wu, I was actually kind of excited to see him, believe it or not, because he is the lead star in that TV show called Enter the Badlands, which we, we've talked about that one a couple months ago. I actually right. like him. He, he did a pretty good job with that. Um, funny, the movie starts off, he starts off, you know, he, they go to China, Hong Kong, and he has his Chinese accent. And I'm telling you, within five minutes, he went right into an American. <laughs> that kind of bothers <laughs> me too. So I couldn't, I wasn't too sure to, to think was, wait, is he supposed to be originally from China? Or is he like Chinese American? But they really didn't get into that. So he just kind of accepted it. And then he went back to his American accent and stuff. But he did okay. I mean, uh, again, this is a video game movie. Is there a lot of weight to it? Not really. You know, it's 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 okay. I mean, is it is it a recommend? I'm going to say no in the sense that, again, if there's other things out there, I, I would pick the other things. But it's okay. You know, right. I mean, maybe I'd see it differently if I did continue to play the Tomb Raider games. You know, I don't. I, I played a couple of the free downloads on Xbox. I mean, you talk about the reboots, the, the reboots of the game. Yeah, right. I mean, it, it does play off just like in the movie, but there's nothing magical about it. I mean, when you think of Tomb Raider or Lara Croft, you know, I always think, is this just like a modern version of like Indiana Jones, for example? And Indiana Jones, that that character carries it's a little bit heavier weight you know there's more depth to that character he's more of a a thinking person kind of adventurer and Lara Croft uh her deal is just um lots of guts lots of courage and they they kind of emphasize that a lot in this movie is that that is what particularly drives her you know apparently she's kind of smart you know her dad (laughs) made her do these puzzles when she was a kid and that was the key later on uh as she becomes an adult um but other than that it's it's an okay plot uh it's it's you know again i'm not glowing about it it's okay um but yeah nothing else to do i guess it's 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 not a bad watch but uh for me it's not a recommend okay i remember reading or or watching something that said that there's a lot of jumping yeah (laughs) like i said it stood out for the reviewer it's it's a lot of it's, it's it's a lot of that i mean you know the budget for this movie was i mean it was okay budget of this movie was it was 90 million um, box office for the weekend made 23 
million. So in its first week, hey, it came in number two right behind Black Panther, which is not too bad. You know, weekend growth, just to give you an idea of number wise, Black Panther with a weekend made 26 million. Tomb Raider made 23. So it's it's not that bad. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people went because of that. It's a known franchise, you know, and they are rebooting this particular movie thing. So, um, and it does allude to like they're going to make another one. If I guess if this does well, so I can see it happening. I mean, but it's it's it you know it's it's an okay watch. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I think what sold me on this one because I remember checking the reviews to pick up what movie I watch want to watch wanted to watch over the weekend. It got a 50% uh, tomato store score. Audience score first thing in the morning, or maybe it was the day before, it was like 20%. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this. Right, right. And then Friday afternoon, I think you're asking me, like, what movie are going to watch? And I checked I checked my phone again. It was up to 70%. I was like, oh, well, that's that's encouraging. So, yeah, I can see some good things about it. But, it's it's again, it's a popcorn flick. It's, it's nothing that's revolutionary. There's nothing you're going to see in this movie that's, that's like, mind-blowing and stuff. It's the same typical tropes that you would typically see. An adventure film of, of uh, you know someone trying to find a father and then blah blah blah. So yeah, I think I think it sounds like it's one of those. It's kind of the worst kind of movies in the sense that you didn't hate it, you didn't love it. So it's just like yeah, it's there. Yeah, like should you recommend it? You know, it's it's forgettable. Is something like you're saying? It's got nothing else other else to do or see. <laughs> you know, and and when you can't feel strongly in one direction or another, I think that's even kind of worse than if you really hated the movie because at least you'd be like and this is why i hated the movie and this is what made it awful and yeah so yeah so that's that's kind of your response was i was literally in the car on my way to the, the movie theater to go see it and i texted you like hey man i'm on my way to go see tomb raider so we can talk about it on the show and then you were like meh i was like uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> well uh, I guess the best way I can do it is I have another podcast called the Hidden Gems Podcast, and we rate things not on good or bad, but rewatchability. Would you watch it again? And this Tomb Raider, I it's a, it's a pass. I, I have no ambition to to watch it again. And if they did a sequel to it, there's no, there's no drive really. There is no drive. I think the only thing that I thought was pretty clever was again when I saw this reboot of this movie, I didn't take it as a as a prequel i just thought well they're just going to take this thing in another direction but it ends as if it's leading into where you would find angelina jolie later on because remember in the first angelina jolie movie she's an established adventure already right so, so this almost ends like it's transitioning to something like that but it's not quite there yet so they still got a lot to flesh out but again rewatchability factor none <laughs> so, so it's an so it's an origin story, like a straight-up origin story. It, it's it's an yeah. I mean, if you want to call it that, I mean, it's yeah, nah, yeah. I guess it is an origin story if you want to look at it that way. But yeah, it's okay. I don't know. <laughs> don't watch it. I don't watch it. Don't watch it. Whatever. So you weren't uh, overwhelmed. You weren't underwhelmed. You were just. Whelmed. <laughs> I was whelmed. You know, when you're when you're sitting in a movie like that, I guess the thing that you're looking for is is that little hook in the movie where you're you're pulled into it. You know, you're you're in that world of fantasy and you're enjoying it, and you're you're looking for that hook that kind of pulls you in. And that hook wasn't there. It was a little distracting. You know, this particular movie. I mean, it's super heavy on CG. Um, and and you know, as I'm watching the movie in my head, it, it, I'm totally convinced that. This is CG. It's purely CG. I mean, it, it was almost too distracting how CG heavy it was. But I guess if you're going to make a movie like that, there's no other way around it. But 
Right. When you look at Marvel movies, I think why they succeed so well is that they really fade that CG world and reality world. I mean, it's it's such it's so blurry to really to decipher what's real and what's not. I mean, yeah, obviously Marvel's got a bigger budget, but you know, if if everything's gonna be CG and super CG, well, it better pay off. And and I think that's why I was I never felt pulled in. There was no the hooks were not sinking into me to draw me into suspend my disbelief. Yeah, um, and, and so that's kind of where I'm at right now. So yeah, it's I'm whelmed. That's that's a good way to put it. Whelmed. There, that's my score. Whelmed. All right, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I, I also think there wasn't. I think the hype for for the first Angelina Jolie one was a lot higher than maybe the hype was for this one. Yeah. So I remember looking forward to seeing the Angelina Jolie one mm-hmm. um, because I loved playing those early Tomb Raider games, the first PlayStation um, Tomb Raider games. And right. yeah, I don't know that it was there for it. I think they tried to manufacture hype for it, and I just I don't think video gamers were really like looking forward to it or. I think there's just a history of, of these video game movies not really translating well to movies. Look at look at Assassin's Creed, which was supposed to be a huge December release. Oh, my Fassbender. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, my Fassbender. Oh, yeah, look at that. Yeah. It all connects. Yeah. Um, so well, we'll but see. In this, when you think of Angelina Jolie's Tomb Raider, that it kind of made sense only because of at that time period, it was a big game. I mean, it was big already, you know? And, yeah, uh, it was huge. Yeah, it was huge. So, so you can see why you would want to do that particular type of character. Today, I mean, I'm familiar with Tomb Raider. I don't know if right. anyone goes out of the way to, to play that game. You know, like I said, I I saw it on the Xbox 360 as a free downloadable game. So it, there is no stretch to play that game. It was just there. So you know, the the that love for this character, it just doesn't resonate the same now as it did back then. Not to right. give think, any props to Angelina Jolie, but the, the timing was just different. You know, you're right. you're doing something that's that's performing well game wise, and they're gonna make a movie out of it. The game right and now I, is okay, and you got an okay movie. Yeah, I think there are games out there now that do Tomb Raider better than Tomb Raider. <laughs> oh, that's a good like game. Uncharted. Uncharted is like really popular. I don't know if you ever play. I never yeah, that's it, a sick game. You can't turn around without bumping into someone talking about uh, Uncharted, more or less. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's the one everyone wants a movie of, I think. Um, sure, sure. But, if yeah, you're going to make mean, a video game movie, put it, make it on something that is quite popular right now. You know, right. I mean, that would make more sense if you're going to use yeah. the video game genre as a way to promote your film. Go for it. But, you know, the Lara Croft character, it's it's been done. I, I don't know what you would want more out of it so the only way to go with that character is to do the prequel i guess to kind of see what she was like but even that wasn't as interesting you know there was no draw into why do i need to know her origin story it just wasn't there all right then so you give it uh i'm whelmed and uh if if there's nothing else left in the world to watch then you should watch nothing else in the world like i said my rewatchability was none (laughs) i didn't have a (laughs) rewatchability for it but uh, like I said, it came in second place. Who knows? You know what do I know? <laughs> but you know, what? it came in second place to. And, and granted, it's it's Black Panther, but it came in second place to a movie that's been out a month already, and it keeps winning weekends. And you know, you're not going to stop that. It does seem like anything's going to stop that movie, but I think they expected more from Tomb Raider than 23 million on opening weekend. Yeah, 23 million. Yeah, it's it's. I'm sure it's going to do fine overseas. You know. Um, because it has the name recognition 
right uh, actress wise i mean she won best supporting actress for the danish girl but i mean <laughs> you're not watching tomb raider for her acting chops you know I mean, right hey but uh, props her this was a very physical movie and she did very very well i mean i i think i'm a hard like i get hard critique when people pretend to fight and they don't know how to fight this was she was pretty convincing you know when she was like i said cracking skulls she did a good job with it <laughs> so there's a highlight she knew how to fight i mean she she did choreography very well she worked hard she well did. that's why she's an oscar winner she works hard on everything she does yeah okay all right that's it too all much. right so uh well you saw that and kind of uh maybe inadvertently sh- uh, turned me away from watching it <laughs> um because i was on my way to theater i actually wound up watching black panther again but earlier in the week i had watched uh, red sparrow Mm-hmm. And um, Red Sparrow, which has been out for a while now, um, stars uh, Jennifer. I was going to say Jennifer Hudson for some reason. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence and Joel Edgerton. Edgerton, yeah. Um, as um, huh? Well, all right. Well, she basically starts off the movie as a ballet dancer. She gets injured, um, and she gets recruited, almost kind of blackmailed into becoming um, like being being a part of a secret service you know uh, i don't want to say it's not the kgb but it's some form of uh, russian secret service mm-hmm. mission because our uncle's uh higher up in the uh, secret service and uh, he kind of blackmails her into seducing this guy so they can assassinate him and then she's like what did you like get me into and he's like well i want you to join and she goes well, what if i say no she goes well he and he basically tells her look you're the only witness to us killing this other higher up guy so you really don't have a choice. So she goes through the program and what's called the Red Sparrow program, um, which, and this is where my critique is start coming in. Is she she kind of she trains, but you don't really see a lot of that training. Not even like a montage, really. Um, you just know that she's in this training where they're training them to be spies and stuff like that. Um, and then next thing you know, she's kind of graduating from it. You know, things things happen during it. Um, but she graduates from it. She gets sent on a mission. Joel Edgerton plays a, a, a CIA agent um, who was discovered in Russia, but he was able to get out before they arrested him. So they, you know, they sent her on a mission to kind of, I think it's Turkey. Okay. I forgot what country. I forgot what country they went to. Uh, but he's working out of there now, and they kind of send her there to kind of seduce him. And I don't know. I, I honestly don't remember a lot of it because it was a week, like a week ago but it's a very slow moving movie <laughs> I remember that <laughs> like man it, but it wasn't bad like it kind of held my interest but it was slow moving I, I felt like oh, there was a lot more talking than you thought there would be um, so this is more of a just a plain drama kind of it's thing. a drama yeah it's, yeah it's definitely not like an action I mean there is action in it there's some some suspense okay um, you know Jennifer Lawrence says that, oh, you know, she does a good job. I don't think her Russian accent is all that great. But other than that, it it, it, it does a good job. And there's a lot of twists and turns, and there's a a twist ending. Oh, okay. which Which I knew there was a twist ending, and maybe that kind of tipped me off. But because then I was kind of looking for it, so I kind of figured it out before it happened. Okay. But I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I went in there, th- did it not? If I went in there not knowing there was a twist ending, I don't, I don't know if I would have seen it coming. Um, uh, but I kind of saw it coming, and it, it's a good one. It's a good twist ending. Um, I'm not gonna give that away, obviously. 
uh, you know, it's 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 a good movie. Like I, I think it's I think from after listening to you describe uh, Tomb Raider, I would say this is probably better than Tomb Raider. Okay. Because um, it's interesting, and, and like I said, Jennifer Lawrence and Joel Edgerton really hold your interest. And this guy, Joel Edgerton, he's really become a good actor in terms of like in what he's the roles he's been picking. And the thing is, I only know him. Originally, I knew him as he played Uncle Owen in the prequels. Oh, okay. And this guy is so ripped; it's ridiculous. Hmm. <laughs> like, dang, hmm. like, Uncle Owen. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was like his. That was like his. Uh, I don't know, one of his first big roles, I guess. Um, yeah, it was good. I, my, and I think I think what a lot of people were, were thinking were disappointed that it, it got a six point eight on IMDb. On um, Rotten Tomatoes, it's forty seven percent with the critics and fifty seven percent with the audience, which you know isn't so bad. It's it's you know it's rare when the critics and the audience are usually. Um, close to being the same rating, mm. um, so I think I think everybody saw the same faults in it on the critics and the, and the people I saw it saw. But again, I, I, it was it was good. It was a nice way to kill an afternoon. Um, I was expecting. I was going in there thinking like, wow, I wonder if if this movie's going to be like when I leave here, am I going to be like, oh man, this should have been the Black Widow movie, you know? Mm. Because it kind of follows that that through line because you know in Avengers Age of Ultron Black Widow what's it called the Red Room or something mm-hmm. like where she trained so I kind of thought it was going to be that I thought it was like going to kind of be this this uh, movie company's uh, doing the Black Widow origin before Marvel could do it kind of story you know what I mean right um, but it, it, it wasn't or it, at least it's not what I hoped the Black Widow origin story <laughs> um, like I said I don't think they spent enough time in the training um, really, because I don't, I don't think you. I didn't believe her to be more capable as a spy after the training than I did before. So, like, part of it was like, why are they putting her in these situations where, you know, she's a spy? They didn't show you; they told you that she was ready. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah. And I, I always hate when they tell you stuff like that instead of showing you. Right. Um, because you know, then you just got you know take it on face value. Oh, she's just, you know, kind of like you said. Oh, she, you know. She's a great fighter. Well, don't tell me it. Just show show me. Show it, it right. Yeah. You know? Um. But yeah, it, it was serviceable. It was, it was good acting. It was there were, uh, moments of suspense. I don't know if there. I don't know if they pulled off every moment of suspense they tried to, but there were definitely some pretty decent moments of suspense. And um, I, I liked how it ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the actors did a really good job. Yeah. Okay. So I enjoyed it. I, you know, I agree with. Uh, if you use IMDb, they're six point eight. Give it a six five to seven. Yeah, um, uh, I gave uh, what we doing out of five stars was our thing. I'd, I'd say it's probably two and a half to three stars. All right. Yeah. Would you watch it again? I would watch it on cable. Um, so if it comes on cable right now, you're like, oh well, this this movie is on. I'm gonna sit down and watch. Well, yeah. Excuse me. Suppressing yawn. Um, if there was nothing else on, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was like, like I was telling you before we recorded, uh, Return of the Jedi is on TNT. Um, so <laughs> I wouldn't be watching Red Spiral right now. Right. Uh, but again, it's 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 a good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, am I going to remember it? Probably not. Do I think the least <laughs> sequel? Probably not. Um, I'm looking forward to other Jennifer Lawrence things. Um, and uh, you know, 
But I, and I wonder how much of me like it is her. It's amazing how much a, a, an actress or an actor can carry a film that maybe not be that great. Hmm. You know, but she's she did a good job. Are, are you I, saying I, that she carried that movie? That you know because of I her? think she I think she definitely helped it. She 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 upped it from you know maybe a half a star. Okay. You know she she added a half a star to it. Gotcha. Uh, more or less, but. Yeah, it was it was good. Red Red Sparrow. All right. I didn't, I didn't walk out and be like, ugh, or feel like I wasted my time. So <laughs> sometimes that's the best you can do. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Uh, on Red Sparrow? No, I mean, I would say uh, if you are bored, go see it maybe before Tomb Raider. <laughs> okay. And um, enjoy it, because you can't be. I think I think this twist ending really kind of saves it. Okay. Uh, from being totally not boring. What's well, the runtime on this thing? Two hours? Oh, gosh. What is the runtime on this? This thing is. Well, did it feel six like two hours? hours? And, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, where would I find that? I don't know where that would be. All right. No, never mind. I don't know. Maybe two hours. I can't okay. see any more than two hours. All right. Or much more than two hours. Oh, you know what? Wait a minute. Yeah, it was about two hours. I remember thinking, man, this is two hours. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it's roughly two hours, maybe a few minutes over. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Cool. All right. So there you have it. This is our this week's movie pass moments. Uh, you got a two for this week. You got um, uh, Red Sparrow and Tomb Raider. Uh, this week, Alan, we have two big movies. Well, not big, but we have two movies coming out this weekend, um, which I think we're both going to see at least one of them, right? Uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One, and I don't know what's the other one. Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, damn! Shoot. Yeah. It's a big movie weekend. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's you know it's payback for last weekend. <laughs> oh wait, are you sure Ready Player One's this weekend? I, I thought it was. I could be wrong. Maybe it's Maybe next it's... weekend. Yeah, that's surprising. They have two of these big blockbusters coming out at the same time. Uh, Pacific Rim is in theaters March 23rd, which is definitely this weekend. Oh, maybe maybe um, it's next. I mean, next, next. Let me see. All right. Uh, coming soon. Oh, here, Ready Player Ready One. Ready Player One. Uh, yeah, it is March 29th. So yeah. it's probably it's Wednesday. Okay. Wait, 29, 30, 31, 30, 29. Thursday. It's Thursday. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's, uh, that's Good Friday weekend. That's uh, Easter weekend. Okay, Pacific so, Week, uh, Pacific right, so, this weekend. So we're gonna we're gonna say on this episode that next week will be Pacific Rim, right? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, because I definitely want to go see that. I'll tell you, man. Well, I'll tell you on next next week's spoiler, but I mean next week's episode, but yeah, I'll just save it for that one. About Pacific. <laughs> All right, so stay tuned for Pacific Rim coming uh, next week around this time, and then uh, after that we'll be Ready Player One. Yeah, thank and you then for- we really head into the the movie season. Yeah. It's coming about a month later. Boom, boom, boom. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Glad you stay tuned for this mediocre movie podcast review. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, they're not all going to be winners, guys. I uh, and we're, we just saved you uh, probably uh, 10 bucks each for each movie. Exacto Mundo. Yeah. Or all more, right. depending where you live. <laughs> all right. And cut. Oh, wait. I had a sign off. Oh, you did? What is <laughs> yeah. it? Uh, have fun at your movie and don't forget your free refill. <laughs> oh, that was lame. Whatever. What do you got? And cut. <laughs> <laughs>
What else you got? Oh, okay. wait, that was our ending. I forgot End Cut was our ending. Oh, yeah, and that's what I said, End Cut. No, I thought you just said that. I thought you turned off and then said it. Oh. All right.